10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Live from London, this is the Sunday Lunch with Khalil Rouse on Teachers Talk Radio. Good afternoon. The time is 1 p.m. on Sunday, the 19th of December, and you're tuned in to the Sunday Lunch Show with me, Khalil Rouse, on Teachers Talk Radio. In today's show, school is out, so it's time to get quizzical. Scores will be tallied up behind the scenes through rounds such as general trivia, movies, music, guess the punchline, riddles, here's the lyrics, what's the song? Tune in and quiz it out if you think you're clever enough. Live from London, this is the Sunday Lunch with Khalil Rouse on Teachers Talk Radio. Tune in live on the Podbean app or desktop player. Just head over to www.podbean.com slash lsw slash ttradio or search Teachers Talk Radio. Follow the hashtag TT Radio. Good, after- good afternoon. Good afternoon. As I said in the intro, it is Sunday the 19th of December um, and it's a Sunday lunch show. And it's a different Sunday lunch show because there's no school. So I'm not talking about school. I'm not going to have a show talking about school or education or serious stuff. It is not my mood at the moment. And I'm, I'm assuming it is a lot of not people's moods as well. So that, for that reason, this show, we're going to get quizzical. We had a similar show in the past. I can't remember when it was, roughly a month or two ago, maybe a month or two ago, when I decided to do a, a quiz um, a quiz-based show. And the reigning champion is in the room. So shout out to Tim. Um, Tim is in the room. He's a reigning champion from last time. So he's entered on time, punctually. He came in on the dot. He was in here before me, pretty much. He was in here before me. Um, and he's here to try and keep hold, retain his crown, his quizzing crown. So as I said in the intro, um, there's a whole number of rounds. And I've done a whole bunch of Googling. These aren't original questions. Who's got time for that? I've done a whole bunch of Googling to find what I consider to be the most well-rounded Christmas quiz questions that are a bit challenging, but obviously not ridiculous. We've also got um, some rounds about Christmas movies, some rounds about Christmas music. Um, one of my favorite types of things, which is to try and guess the punchline of jokes. I've got a massive thing about guessing punchlines. I've got that from my dad. He and I, like jokes aren't even jokes at the Christmas table, they're quizzes. So whenever we're at the Christmas table and someone asks a joke at the Christmas table, I don't know if anyone else is like us, we just, we, we say, give us time, give us time, give me a minute and I need to think about the answer because it's not, it's not a joke, it's a quiz question as far as I'm concerned. So it takes a, my dad and I are the same in that instance. We both just try, oh, speak of the devil and he shall appear. He's just come into the studio. I was just saying that my dad and I, um, when, when the jokes are coming out of the Christmas crackers, they're not jokes. They are quiz questions. And the task is who can come up with the actual answer to the joke first. And that is something that my dad and I do. I'm sure there's someone else or other people in the room that also do the same thing when it comes to Christmas jokes. Don't tell me the punchline. I just want to guess it. So there'll be a round um, with that in mind. There'll be some riddles. And then also one of my favorite rounds, I'm saying it like I've actually done the round already, a round that I'm looking forward to is a round called Here's the Lyrics, What's the Song? And as you can imagine, it will be the lyrics of a song, probably spoken in a way that has gotten very incongruous to the actual song itself. And then it'll be first one to tell me the name of the song. Well, of course, be Christmas songs. It'll be first one to tell me the name of the song. One thing I know from last time is that you need to be a quick typer to give yourself the best chance of success, unless you've got some sort of voice recognition on your phone. I know my phone's got a voice recognition built into the keyboard. 
um, when I spoke to my dad last time, he was in the he was in the chat, but then he's too slow to type. <laughs> so he said, oh, I knew all the answers. But by the time he'd actually tried to type the answer, someone else has already put it in the chat. Um, and he was there on his second letter of the word. So shout out to you. Dad, maybe you can get some uh, get 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 someone get an app or something, or check if your keyboard has got any voice recognition, so you can just say the answer and it will type it for you instead. Uh, Mr. Tom Hopkinsberg is already in here asking me whether there's any cheese and wine or at least a mince pie. Um, I love mince pies, and I I don't mind cheese, and I'm a big fan of wine. Um, mince pies, I feel like when I'm at work, I was at work recently, and I feel like mince pies are a bit of Christmas's marmite. I don't know if you guys agree or disagree on that one, but I guess you would agree and disagree if I was correct. Um, but a lot of people either despise mince pies, that rhymes, despise mince pies or love them. I absolutely adore them. Cold, warm, custard, no custard, cream, no cream, vegan cream, doesn't, ma- doesn't matter. I'm a massive fan of mince pies. I've also met people who absolutely um, despise them. So let me know. You're a fan of mince pies. Let me know. Tim, Kem, come in the chat and say you just had a crumpet. What was on your crumpet? Are you a butter person on the crumpet or would you go more fancy a bit of jam? I love a bit of jam on a crumpet. Not gonna, I'm not going to lie to you. I sound like Nessa from Gavin and Stacey. Um, I won't lie to you. I love a bit of jam on my crumpet. That sounds weird. And all butter. Um, not plain, of course. So let me know what you put on your crumpet, Tim. And then, oh, just butter, hate mince pies. <laughs> Tim Kemcomer said, just butter, hate mince pies. What's, what's the, can you put into words the issue with mince pies? Because I don't understand how you cannot like them. It's just pastry with sugar on top. And in the middle is what? Are they raisins? Is it raisins? Or is, yes, raisins maybe. Currants. What is even in a mince pie? I don't even know. But it's just sweet. It's nice. I don't know how people can, can dis- dislike mince pies. Um, put them in the oven for a couple minutes when the oven's hot. Get some custard on there. Absolutely glorious. Absolutely glorious. Just waiting for a few more people to come into the room. I always have late people that come into the room because I want to give, I know you guys are in it early trying to get the early points on the early points. I understand that it makes sense, but at the same time, I'm just trying to make it nice and fair. Or would the fairest thing be to just start? I don't know, but I'm going to, I'm going to wait a couple more minutes and wait for the room to fill up. We'll try and hit, I know we've got some people potentially listening on the desktop. If you want to take part somehow and you're listening via the desktop, then maybe you can tweet me. Depends if I look at Twitter in time, but I very much advise if you are listening via a desktop, get on the Podbean app, download it from Play Store or the App Store. Get on the Podbean app. It's the best way to listen and interact with Teacher Talk Radio. If you're listening for the first time, give me a shout. Um, best ways to interact with Teacher Talk Radio are either via Twitter, which is at TT Radio 2021. I do wonder, Mr. Tom Hopkins, but you may have the inside scoop. Are we changing the Twitter handle next year? That's a genuine question. Are we change? Can you even change Twitter handles? I actually don't know if you can. Um, but are we still going to be 2021 in 2022? If we are, it's going to bug me. So hopefully we're changing the Twitter handle if we can. Um, or you can head to www.ttradio.org for all things Teacher Talk Radio based. You can listen back to the abundance, the plethora of shows we have on the station. You can even search now. Um, in the You can search so that you can go through the descriptions. You can search something, a key term like, I don't know, pastoral or Ofsted or mental health or maths or English. You can search for that and then it'll be able to filter and present the shows with those keywords in the description. A fabulous, fabulous feature. Um, <laughs> so I, ans- I asked a question earlier, which was whether why people don't like mince pies and what the... Uh, um, what the reason is. And Tim Kemcom has said very candidly, the fruit bit, just minging. I don't get it. 
I, I think it's glorious. Like I said, the fruit bit of the mince pie is glorious. It's obviously the best bit. It's what makes it a mince pie. Otherwise, it's just sugary pastry. Um, then Tom Hopkins Burke, when I asked him about whether we're going to keep the TT Raider 2021 Twitter handle, he said that's a question above his pay grade. So I don't know. Tom Rogers is usually a, a late entrant to the show. So when Tom Rogers comes into the studio, um, I'll ask him that same question. So I'm intrigued. I do wonder. I do wonder. Right, you know what? What time is it? Coming up to 10 past, we'll run the intro one more time. Then let's get into it. If people are late, snooze or lose, let's get some early points on the doors. Let me know what round you'd like to do first while the intro is going on. Just a reminder, the rounds up for grabs, well, I say for grabs, the potential rounds or the rounds I've got in mind are general trivia, Christmas-based obvs. We've got questions about Christmas movies, questions about Christmas music. We've got guess the punchline. So that's Christmas cracker style jokes, but with punchlines, you have to guess. Um, It's also got one about riddles. And also I've got one about here's the lyric, what's the song? So as the intro is going on, let me know in the chat what your preference is. If I don't get any preferences, I'll just go with the one I like the most or the one I think I want to start with. Let's run it one more time and let's get quizzical. Live from London, this is the Sunday Lunch with Khalil Rouse on Teachers Talk Radio. Afternoon again, it is now 1.10 on Sunday the 19th of December and you're still tuned in to the Sunday Lunch Show with me, Khalil Rouse on Teachers Talk Radio. In today's show, school is out so it's time to get Christmas quizzical. Scores will be tallied up behind the scenes through rounds such as general trivia, movies, music, guess the punchline, riddles, here's the lyric, what's the song? So you need to tune in and quiz it out if you think you're clever enough. Live from London, this is the Sunday Lunch with Khalil Rouse on Teachers Talk Radio. Tune in live on the Podbean app or desktop player. Just head over to www.podbean.com slash lsw slash TT Radio or search Teachers Talk Radio. Follow the hashtag TT Radio. Right. As predicted, you know, when you ask a question of a class, maybe even online and you ask for, you ask for some feedback and then no one gives you feedback and you're just like, ah, I'm just going to go with myself just like that. So I asked a question. No one came with me. So it's all good. I'm just going to go. We're going to, we're going to start easy. We'll ease you in on a bit of Christmas trivia. We'll ease you in on a bit of Christmas trivia. So fingers on buzzers or proverbial buzzers, which just means fingers on the keypad. First answer correct in obviously gets the points. The number of points I will decide at the time could be one, could be five, could be 10. Who knows? Question number one. And again, so I may give hints. It's not, I did not know the answer to this question. Speak of the devil and he shall appear. Mr. Tom Rogers came in literally as we're about to start the quiz. It's like you knew. It's like you knew. It's like you know Khalil doesn't really start his show until 10 past one. So I might as well just wait while he does all his preamble from one to one ten. I need to start doing some crazy stuff from one to one ten just to get the punters in. So we've jumped, we're starting the quiz, Mr. Tom Rogers. And we're doing general knowledge general knowledge but it's with a focus on food and drink okay question number one how many different types of sweets are there in a standard box of quality street how many different types of sweets are there in a standard box of quality street Oh, sorry, chocolates. <laughs> it's not It's not a trick question. Sorry, Tom Hopkins-Burk. He said none, there are chocolates. How many different types of chocolates are there in a, what I just said was, in a standard box of Quality Street? 
Tim Kem comments come in saying an answer. When I see the correct answer, I'll let you know. I'm yet to see the correct answer. Tim is not right. According to my according to my information in front of me, Tim is not right. So you've got to keep the guessing going. It is not right based on what I am seeing here. Still not seeing the correct answer in the chat yet. So far, I've had eight and I've had nine. I think people are doing that thing when they're just going to keep guessing random numbers. Count. Interesting. Tim Kemcom's gone down to seven. You're also not right. The question is, how many, according to the information in front of me, how many different chocolates are there in a standard box of Quality Street? Clearly, you guys do not eat enough chocolate. Clearly, you not eat enough chocolate. Maybe you haven't really realized how many there are. I'm yet to see the correct answer. I've had seven, I've had nine, I've had ten. We're not there yet. And I can't give any hints because the answer is literally just a number. Um, I've seen an answer of 712. I don't know if that's someone that just can't type. I'm not sure who, um, if that's a, a miss, like a typo, who knows? <laughs> in the, in the chat, Tom Hopkins Burke and Tim Kemcom are doing a bit of strategy. Tom Hopkins Burke has told Tim to go down and for, he'll go up. Oh, Don Rouse has come back in with 12. There is the correct answer. Ding, 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 ding. Don Rouse has come in with 12 and 12 is the correct answer. Don is on. I'm going to say that's a cheeky. Let's go for a cheeky five, just so it helps me with the tallies. Don, you're on five. So to just clarify the answer, according to information in front of me, there are 12 different types of chocolates. The purple one, the green triangle, coconut eclair, orange chocolate crunch, toffee deluxe, toffee deluxe, fudge, milk chocolate block, the toffee penny, the caramel swell, strawberry delight, and orange creme. For a bonus 10 points. Which one of those is Khalil's favorite? Oh, for a bonus 10, which one of those is Khalil's favorite? The options are the purple one, the green triangle, the coconut eclair, orange chocolate crunch, toffee deluxe, fudge, milk chocolate block, toffee penny, caramel swell, strawberry delight, orange creme. For a bonus 10, which one is my favorite chocolate? You've got Tim Kemcom's come for orange cream. Not bad. It's not my favorite though. Triangle. Hell no, not the triangle. That is not my favorite. Co help. Coconut. So Don Rouse said the coconut. That is the worst one in there. I cannot. Coconut and chocolate should not mix. Bounty should be left at the end of the celebrations box. Someone's come back. Miss Kato Stens come back with caramel. No, not my favorite one. Not my favorite. So, so far, I've had orange cream, triangle, coconut, caramel. You're all wrong. You don't know me. None of you know me well enough. The plain one. You think I'm boring. It's not the plain one, says Miss Kato Stems. The plain one. It is not the plain one. Miss Cato stems back in saying all of them. This could go on a while. Tom Rogers, there's only 12. There's only 12. And so far, we've reeled out about five. So the odds are forever in your favor. Um, I'm going to read them out again. This is a bonus 10. And I'll say it again. The purple one, the green triangle, coconut eclair, orange chocolate crunch, toffee deluxe, fudge, milk chocolate block, toffee penny, caramel swirl, strawberry delight, orange creme or cream. The long one, purple. Not Guys, you guys just don't know me. If you don't know me by now, um, you don't know me. We're going to move on. Um, I'm going to tell you the answer. The bonus 10 has gone. The bonus 10 points has gone. The correct answer is the strawberry delight. That is my favorite in there. Strawberry delight is my favorite quality street. So the bonus 10 points, no one gets them. We move on. Question number two. Welcome. If you just joined the studio, you're fine. We've only had one question so far. Um, what you, 
Miss Kato Semsa didn't say it as an option. It was the penultimate option on the list. When you listen back to the show, and you can listen back using ttradio.org, or you can go via Spotify or other podcasting platforms. If you listen back to the show, you'll be able to hear that I definitely read out Strawberry Delight. Definitely read out Strawberry Delight. Tom Hopkins Burke said, this is a scam. It is not a scam. Miss Kato Stem, ironically, said, that's my favorite one too. I would have heard it. I definitely said it, but we're going to move on. Right, question number two. So, so far, Don Rouse is on five points. Everyone else is on zero. Let's go for... Interesting. I don't know if this is true, but I'm going to go with it. Question number one. No, sorry, question number two. In which country is it tradition to eat KFC for Christmas dinner? In which country is it tradition to eat KFC for Christmas dinner? Whoa, Miss Kato Stem off the mark with Japan, and Japan is the correct answer. How do you know that? How did you know that, Miss Kato Stem? Genuine question. How have you ever known that KFC is eaten in Japan? Unless you've done some Googling. I've never known that before. I'm <laughs> Tim Kemkov says someone's done too many Christmas cahoots. 100%. And then Miss Kato Stem also said, I heard on the Christmas quiz. It's one of those, isn't it? Miss Cato stem off the mark with five points. Let me just put her on the mark. So Don Rouse is on five. Miss Cato stem is also on five. Um, <laughs> right. Next question. Do I know the answer to this? Let me check. Uh, okay. I think we can all get this. To be honest, we can all get this. This is just quick off the mark. I think this is a this is a nice and easy one. Points up for grabs. Question number three. What fruit? is traditionally put in a Christmas stocking. This is just how how fast can you type? How fast can you... Miss K stands very quick on the typing, to be honest. Very quick on the type. <laughs> so what we've had so far, Miss Kato Stem came in quick with orange, and that was first place. Um, Don Rouse is definitely practicing his typing. He came in with not a satsuma, but a zatsuma with a Z instead, because I'm, I'm, I'm guessing it was a frantic... The S and the Z are very near to each other on the keypad. So I think it was a very, it was a very frantically typed um, Zatsuma. The answer I was looking for was an orange or a Satsuma um, or a Tangerine. And Miss Kato Stem was first. Miss Kato Stem is very competitive. I know this myself. Um, she is now on 10 points. Let's step this up. That was an easy question. That was an easy question. Strawberry Delight. Tom Hopkins Burke said Strawberry Delight. That is not a fruit, but I would love it if Strawberry Delight was put in my Christmas stocking. Miss Saeed, welcome. You promoted the show on Twitter and Joe, welcome as well. You're only with three questions in. We're in a general knowledge round. Um, so you can you can get there. It's not too far off. Um, next question. And I'm just trying to find one that I want to go to. Do you know what? Let's go for this. This is a good one. I want this is a good one. So next question. In the chorus of deck of the song Deck the Halls, in the chorus of the song Deck the Halls, how many Lars follow the far? In the chorus of Deck the Halls, how many Lars follow the far? Miss Kate, so, oh, this is a close one. This was close. So what we had, Miss Saeed came in with nine, Miss Kato Stem is coming with eight, and Tim Kemcom came with nine. I'm assuming you guys sung the tune. So we're looking for the Deck the Halls with Bells of Holly. And then you go, fa, la, 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 la. And it's eight. 
Eight is the answer. Miss Kato Stem is out in the lead. <laughs> Miss Kato Stem's on 15 points. That's not a chorus. Is that not a chorus? That is a chorus of Tim Ke- Tom Hopkins Burke said that's not a chorus. Um in it's in the chorus, isn't it? Deck the halls with bells of holly. Fa la 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 la. Yeah, that's uh interesting. Tom Hopkins Burke said that's part of the verse. Um what's the chorus of Deck the Halls? Genuine question, because I don't know. Um, but I don't like I don't know. Um, have, yeah, exactly. Listen, Tom Hopkinsburg, it's all semantics, but I think if you got the answer right, you wouldn't be complaining. You wouldn't, you didn't even, you didn't even contribute. Oh, you did. You got an answer, but it wasn't correct. I think if you got it right, you wouldn't mind, but you got it wrong, unfortunately. That puts Miss Cato Stem now on 15 points. Guys, you need to, we need to, we need to do better. We can't be letting her, we can't be letting her run away with this. Um, right. Next question. We're on question. Who knows what? Question five, I think it is. Okay, we had a little transition, a nice, simple transition into music. Um, let's go with, oh, mm, yeah, I think people know this one. Let's go with it. No, I think that's too easy, actually. Okay, I, I'm, I'm reading different options, just trying to make sure. This is a question that, if it's one of those things, if you know, you know. If you know, you know, because you would have heard on another on another quiz, maybe. So... In the 12 days of Christmas, okay, what was given out or what was the present on the, hmm, I know what you guys are thinking. What was the present given on the 11th day? What was the present given on the 11th day on the 12 days of Christmas song? I think we've got there. There, Tom Oakenberg, you're going to complain about this one now, are you? Are you going to complain? Tom Oakenberg has come in very quickly, telling me it was a scam earlier in the in the chat, but now he's got the answer right. So how is it still a scam? Um, so Tom Oakenberg has got it right. First off the mark, um, saying Piper's piping, which is correct. On the eleventh day, it is Piper's piping. It is eleventh day, Piper's piping. So HB, you are now on five points. Welcome. Does that now appease your mood a little bit? Mr. Grumpy Grumperson. <laughs> no, what was get, I said? What was a present on the eleventh day? I get what you mean, Tom Hopkins Burke. To be fair, you've had, what Tom Hopkins Burke has said is that it's the eleven pipers plus all the other ones down to the partridge. With that in mind, the next question you've kind of you kind of guess my next question is: in total, in total, how many gifts are given out for the entirety of the song? You know this quiz question. In total, how many gifts are given out for the entirety of the song? Um, and Tom Hopkinsberg has clearly done his research, unfortunately. This is something that he actually knows. Um, the answer is 364. That is the correct answer. We're talking that you give out, you got, you got your partridge in the pear tree. Then on the second day, you've got two turtle doves and also another partridge in the pear tree. So that's now, that's like three, well, there's each turtle dove. Yes, yeah, two turtle doves. That's two doves plus the partridge. So that's three just on the second day. Then you've also got in total four and it scales up. Then you've got three. Oh my word. Third day Christmas. Three. What's the third one? Oh my word. I can't remember the song. What's the three one? Three, three, three. Someone help me out, please. Three what? Thank you. There we go. Three French hens, two turtle doves and a partridge in the pear tree. I don't know this song very well. 
I, I don't know, something wrong. I used to, but I've forgotten it. Either way, Tom Hopkins Burke is now on 10 points, steadily catching up Miss Kato Stem. Scores on the doors. We have Miss Kato Stem in the lead with 15 points, which is just three correct, basically. I should just say three. Um, Tom Hopkins Burke's on 10, and Don is on five. He did. TSCW says that Tom Hopkins Burke answered before I'd even finished answering the question. That is correct. He did. He just knows. It's one of those things that you just know. Just know. Okay, a very niche question coming up now. A very niche question for all the Gavin and Stacey fans out there. If you're not a Gavin and Stacey fan, this question is going to be a bit sticky for you. This is the question for Gavin and Stacey fans. Because <laughs> um, I'm a massive Gavin and Stacey fan. So the question is, um, who proposes to who, or it should be read to whom, who proposes to whom in the 2008 Gavin and Stacey Christmas special? Who proposes to whom? <laughs> so I'm laughing because in the chat, we've got non-Gavin and Stacey fans saying the answer is Gavin um, or Stacey or Carl Graham to Tom Rogers. Um, Smith Say said, was it me? I'm not in Gavin and Stacey. Um, <laughs> then we've got, no one's got, the, I don't think we've got any Gavin and Stacey fans in here. Smithy, so you're a Gavin and Stacey fan. Because you know Smithy's in there, but it's not Smithy. No, Smithy's been an answer given. So I'm looking for who proposes to whom in the Gavin and Stacey Christmas special. Uh, we're not going to... Miss Saeed says, give us all a point. And I'm not giving you all a point. Don Rouse has said, Nessa to Smithy. That is not the answer I'm looking for. We're not... Ness, I don't think Nessa, Nessa even proposes to Smithy. From what I remember. And if she does, not in the Christmas special. Um, Ryan Giggs is an answer given by Tom Hawkinsberg. Um, <laughs> 11 Pipers piping, not correct. Um, I'm going to give you, well, I'm going to give you a hint because, um, I'm going to give you a hint. TSCW says everyone knows Ryan Giggs doesn't bother with a proposal. Um, ouch, ouch. So the hint is it was a man with a very kind of standard British slash English name that begins with the letter D. So anyone can just kind of guess this now because it was a man who's got a standard English. There we go. I've seen it in the chat. I've seen it in the chat with an exclamation mark from TSCW. And it was Dave. His name was Dave, Dave Coaches. And Dave, Dave Coaches proposes to Nessa um, in the Christmas special of Gavin and Stacey. So TSCW, well done. Because I had Dean, I had Dennis, I had Derek, all very standard names. Um, but the answer from TSCW was Dave. And TSCW, one day I will know your name because you've been in the show for so long and I just don't know who you are, nor do I know your name, nor do I know what you look like. I don't think I even know your sex slash gender. Um, so, yeah, I just do wonder. I do wonder. I don't know who I'm speaking to, but we've interacted so much. We've, I've got no idea. I don't even know who you are, but love it. Right, TSCW, off the mark with five points. Right, less niche, less niche, less niche. Um, okay, let's go with this. Someone's calling in. One second. Hold on. Let me invite them in. I wasn't expecting any callers. This is wonderful. And it just ends a live stream and called in straight away, I think. People do that when they have no idea how the show works. Practical, yeah. Hello, Practical. Hello. Hello, Practical. How are you? Why, thanks. I'm fine. Wonderful. How are you too? You I'm 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 very well. You're currently in. We're currently in the middle of a quiz of a Christmas, a Christmas themed quiz show. Did you know that when you joined the studio? 
Yeah, it's incredibly okay. good because we are close to Christmas and all days are very wonderful and it has a very special feelings that you can feel it. I, I listen, feelings that you can feel, I, those are my favorite type of feelings. I love feelings when you can feel it. Um, where are you calling from, Practical? Practical? Um, where, are you, where are you calling from? Uh, yeah, I'm calling from uh, the. I don't know. You don't I'm know feeling what, in what? because it's we are close to Christmas and it has no reason, uh, and we can convince and persuade ourselves to say that Christmas is one of the most important events that we can say it. Hundred percent. We need to save hashtag save Christmas. We need to save Christmas. COVID's trying to lock Christmas down. We need to save Christmas. I agree with you. Practical. I'm gonna. What we're gonna do? I want. I would love for you to stay in the chat, but just take part in the Christmas themed questions. Are you gonna do that for me, Practical? Yeah, I'm. Wonderful. I agree with you, and I'm still in this chat, and I accept your request. Thank you very much. What I'm going to do, I'm going to, I'm going to disconnect you, Practical. But then you're going to, you're Feliz Navidad to you, Practical, and a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Stay in the chat. Take part in the conversation. Um, uh, yeah, because we'll, we'll, rather than it being a Practical quiz, we'll keep it in the, um, in the chat. Um, so otherwise, you get, a, you get a competitive advantage when you can just call out the answer. Because I've got some very slow typers. So if you just call out the answer, it's just not fair. And say, and say Merry Christmas and Feliz Navidad to your little one in the background as well for you. Okay, I agree with you. Um, let's have a questionnaire about Christmas. And if you can answer the question, let's have a challenge to ask some questions. And at the end, have a questionnaire. Okay, noted. That's, we'll, we'll, we'll do that. Okay, we'll do that. Right, thank you, Practical. I'm going to disconnect you now, but thank you. All the best. Adios. Live TV. You just can't beat it, live radio. You just can't beat live radio. You just can't beat live radio. Thank you, Practical. Um, <laughs> um, he's gone now. Um, thank you, Practical. So, <laughs> so let's change it up a little bit. Let's change it up a little bit. And let's go with some questions we go mm, slap, riddles slash jokes slash punchline. We'll go down there if people are happy with that. Um, we'll go with that kind of slant. Um, and I just want, I'm going to find the one that I liked. I think you guys can do this one. Let's go for, and I think you guys can get this, but I need, it needs, it needs to be, you need to type this correctly as an answer. So it's a, it's kind of a Christmas cracker joke, but we're playing guess the punchlines. So you need to obviously tell me the punchline or the joke. Um, so the one I'm going to go for is, why did the little drummer boy allow the chicken to join him in his band? That's the question. Who can guess the punchline? Why did the little drummer boy allow the chicken to join him in his band? The chicken. There we go. I've seen it in the chat. <laughs> I've seen it in the chat from Tim Kemcon came in saying he had drumsticks. Correct. He had the drumsticks and TSCW got it right. Something to do with drumsticks. I would have given you the point, but Tim Kemcon has come in. The answer was, well, I said the answer, the punchline was 
he had the drumsticks. So Tim Kemcom is now off the mark with five points. So well done. Uh, next one that I liked the look of. Then the next one, let's go with. Um, yeah, let's go with this one. I, this is one I heard for the first time. But I feel like it's an oldie but a goodie that some of you may know already. So if you already know it, fair enough, competitive advantage. Um, what is the best Christmas gift? What is the best Christmas gift? So this is a joke. So there's a punchline here. What's the best Christmas gift? Right, Mr. Tom, I need the full punchline, please. Can I have the full punchline? Otherwise, it is not a joke. Thank you very much, Mr. Tom Hopkins Burke. So Miss Tom Hopkins Burke has come in. The punchline is a broken drum. Why? Because you just can't beat it. That is the joke. That is the punchline. It's a good joke. It's a gen I heard it at school. And I was like, that is actually funny. Like, that's actually funny. That's actually funny. What is the best Christmas gift? It's a broken drum because you just can't beat it. <laughs> Oh, man. Miss Saeed, you'll find it funny if you got it right. Don't worry about it. You'll find it funny if you got it right. Tom Hopkins Burke, off, not even off the mark, now on 15. So, so far, Miss Kato Stem has stagnated. Miss Kato Stem has stagnated. He's been on 15 for a while. Tom Hopkins Burke has caught up, also now on 15. Then we've got Don, TSCW, and Tim, all on five points. All on five points. If I go on to that social... So, Sergio has said... The social media page, Kids Write Jokes, one of the best pages ever. But if I go on there, then you probably would have known all those jokes. So I'm not going to use those ones. Um, okay. Right. Here is the next joke. <clears throat> what did the doctor tell the Christmas bell when he walked into the hospital? What did the doctor tell the Christmas bell when he walked into the hospital? For the record, I don't think that question, that, that joke setup is as good as it should be. It should be, in my opinion, what did the doctor tell the Christmas bell after he gave him his prescription? That's what he should have said. Um, so something like, what did the doctor tell the Christmas bell after he gave him his prescription? So we've got, I will give bonus points for funny answers. Just put, funny answers will get bonus points. So we've had, I'll do the setup again. What did the doctor, what did the doctor tell the Christmas bell after giving him his prescription? And I've just gendered the Christmas bell, which is very um, patriarchy of, patriarchal of me. So what did the doctor tell the Christmas bell when he gave them, um, when he gave them their prescription? So, so Practical's calling back in. Practical, I'm not going to call you in, unfortunately. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry. Uh, Miss Saeed says, why can you walk? You're a bell. Um, no, not the answer. Miss Kato Stem says, don't chime up. Not far off, but no. Miss Tom Hopkins Burke has said, have you done a lateral flow test? Um, the answer is no. Um, I'm going to give some hints. Think what the main, what's the main quality of a bell? What does a bell do? And now think, how can you maneuver that into a joke punchline that you might hear a doctor say, after it's been given a prescription. Mm, not bad, not bad, but we're not there yet. There we go, I've seen it, I have seen it, I have seen it from Tim Kemcom. And it's any problems, just give me a ring. Just give me a ring. <laughs>
I like it. I like it. That's what the doctor told the Christmas bell after giving him his prescription. Any problems, just give me a ring. So that's from... <laughs> I don't know, Tim. Miss Kato Stem has asked you if you Googled the answer. We're going to trust that everyone's got integrity in this room. We're going to trust that everyone's got integrity in this room. Tim Kemcom, you're now on 10 points. This only works with integrity. I don't do cheaters. Who was cheating last time? It was... um. It might have been Seema, potentially. Someone someone was cheating last time. I can't remember it was. Um, but someone Googled an answer. Okay, let's go with... Oh, that's not a funny joke. I'm just reading some... I'm just reading some jokes. Practical, you keep calling in practical. Just just type it... So Just type it into chat. Just type it into chat. Oh, wow, that is a... I've just read a joke that's very inappropriate for the, the, if we had a Twilight show that was like after hours and I knew there were no kids listening, I could go for that. I could go for um, that one, but um, no, I, I, could, I couldn't do it. Okay, so next one. Next one. <laughs> next one. So far, um, Seema's, exactly. Seema's told me pretty sure it was Sobia that was cheating. I think it was Seema. I apologize if it was Sobia for dragging your reputation, Seema. It wasn't you. Uh, Miss Saida said, Tom Rogers, give Practical his own show. Practical clearly wants his own show. He's calling in, called him out three times. Um, I've had to tactically ignore him. Do you know when you get that kid, when you've asked a question and maybe it's an observation lesson and it's that kid that you know, unfortunately, doesn't have the right answer just doesn't have the right answer. And you're thinking, I should ask you, but at the same time, you have the potential to say something completely outrageous. Um, I, feel like that's, I feel like that's a situation we've got at the moment. Shout out to Practical, man. Shout out to Practical. But yeah, sorry for ignoring you. I don't, I don't, I don't feel like, oh, yeah. Um, right, next question. Next guess the punchline before we go into some lyrics. What do you, and I need this, this punch, I need to be typed in a good way for me to really appreciate that you understand what the joke was. What do you call Santa when he's broke and has no money? That is the, that is the setup to the joke. What do you call Santa when he's broke and has no money? Can anyone guess the punchline? What do you call Santa when he's broke and had no money. Seema comes in and says, poor Santa. It is not poor Santa. Um, TSCW comes in and says, bad Santa. It is not bad Santa. Mr. Tom Hopkins Burke has come through with it again. And it is Saint Nicholas. <laughs> Saint, Nicol Saint Nicholas. He's got no nickels. So it's good. It's good. It's good. What you <laughs> It's good. What do you call Santa when he's broken, has no money? You call him Saint Nicholas because he's got no. Uh, Miss Saeed said you didn't say Santos from the US. I'm sorry. We don't wear, but he's not from the UK either. He's from um, the North Pole, so we can't make us. We can't make UK assumptions either. Um, but he's Saint Nicholas. That was Tom Hawkinsburg, who is now in the lead. Tom Hawkinsburg is now in the lead on 20 points. Miss Cato Stem went out, out of the blocks fast, but has been, <laughs> been, on 15, <laughs> been on 15 points since the third question, which is which, which, which is a bit deep. Right, let's go for... Okay, before we go to the ads, let me know what rounds you'd like. So also the rounds we've also got, I've got a round which is, um, here are the lyrics, what's the song? Um, I can go for a round. I can go back to trivia, of course. 
Um, and I've also got some tiebreaker questions that are where the answers are just, you won't know the answer, you just have to guess the answer. Joe, you know let's go for the lyrics. Let's change up. Let's go for lyrics. So the way this is going to work is I am going to read out the lyrics from a very, very well. Mal CPD has entered the studio. Hi, Mal. As you can tell, I'm on a hype. I'm on a hype. I'm feeling good. This is a good show. <laughs> I'm feeling, I want to hope. This is a good, you've missed it so far. So far, Mal, just so far, we've got, don't be kind of, um, what was I going to say? Don't be misled by the size of the points. They don't mean much. Tom Hopkins Burke has 20 points, which is really four. Uh, Miss Cato Stem has 15. Um, Practical is calling in again. (laughs) Tim, Tim is on 10 points. TSCW is on five points. And Don Rouse is also on five points. What that really means is the leader has got four correct answers. Practical, practical, practical is, I don't know if every time he calls in, it'll be five points for you, practical, every time you call in. Um, that's a lie, by the way. Okay, next round. So we've just come in, Mal. We're starting a new round, which is, um, what am I doing again? Oh, here's the lyrics. Guess the song. So I'm about to read out some very well-known Christmas lyrics, but not in the way they are usually heard. Yeah? Then you need to tell me. I don't. Need, I don't care about the artist, by the way, for these songs. Um, I just care about the name of the song title because, Lord, I do not have practicals called in again. I do not have the um, the. I don't know the artists. So here is your question. And Mal, just so you're aware, there's someone called Practical, and he really wants a show just to catch you up. Right now, you know everything that needs to be everything that needs to know. Okay, question number one. <clears throat> Here are the lyrics. <laughs> Where the treetops glisten and children listen to his sleigh bells in the snow. The snow? Those were the lyrics. Remember, I'm reading them in a way um, that you would not... Oh, I've seen it in the chat. There's a lot of answers coming in quickly. Um, so, so the lyrics were, where the treetops glisten and children listen to hear sleigh bells in the snow, the snow, which sounds more like where the treetops glisten and children. Oh, that's how it goes. <laughs> how does it go? Where treetops glisten and children. That's too many syllables. I don't know how this goes. Sleigh bells in the snow. I don't know. <laughs> I really thought I knew what, how the how the melody read. I definitely didn't. So. The correct song I'm looking for is called White Christmas. And the first person to come in with the answer um, that, well, had the, t- oh, the problem is TSCW said, I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Is that the same song as just white Christmas? Genuine question. Oh, yes. Uh, oh, that's the one. I've just got the song completely wrong. I've got, wow, we're talking about, I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. That's the one, isn't it? Just like the ones we used to know. Um, Where the treetops glisten and children listen. Nope, that's how it goes. Either way, it's white Christmas, and I don't know how these songs go. So there we go. Um, That's the thing. So I'm going to give the answer to... Uh, I'll give it to TSCW, I think. He said, well, I say he, they said, 
again, I don't know TSCW's gender. They said, I'm Jimmy White Christmas, and we'll go with that because, um, yeah, why would I do that? Oh, because oh, the title's called White Christmas. Let me know, guys. I don't know if I'm being, am I being fair here? The song's called White Christmas. So should I give it to Tim Kemcom? He's the first I said White Christmas. But then TSCW's clearly identified, um, uh, clearly identified. I think TSW should get it. Yeah, I agree. I've just seen people in the chat. I've also seen some profanity in the chat as well. Practical, no bad vibes, please. I don't have to boot you out the chat. I was going to say, like, practical, it's not, we're not about that life here at TT Radio. It's nothing but good vibes on a Sunday afternoon. Um, Mr. Tom Rogers, I'll, I'll, I'll do the honours because I ain't got time for that nonsense. Um, one second. Oh, ta, I, it was already done. I, I logged in. I logged in to block him and he was already, it was already blocked. I would, I could have unblocked him. Sorry, practical. Um, he's been blocked. Do, 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 do. Okay, I'll give it to, who did I say I'll give it to? Um, who did I give it to? Uh, TSCW, I think it was, yeah. TSCW, those are your points. You're up to 10. I understand why someone said not to give it to Tim Kemcom. That's them being very tactical with the points. Uh, TSCW now on 10 points. TSCW. Um, right, next one. And I've just realized what song it is, so I'm not going to sing anymore because clearly I don't know my Christmas songs. Next one. Okay, here is your next one. <clears throat> and I'm gonna say it, not sing it. Next song lyrics. When we finally kiss goodnight, how our hate going out in the storm. But if you really hold me tight, I don't wanna sing the next line because I think the next line is easy. Next time, give it away. There we go. I've seen it. I think I've seen it. I think we're there. Are we there? I don't think we're there yet. Are we there? When we finally kiss goodnight, how I'll hate going out in the storm. But if you really hold me tight, all the way home, I'll be warm. It is let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. I believe that goes to Sergio. You are on the leaderboard. Sergio was the first to come in with Let It Snow. Mal CPD said it's beginning to look like Xmas. It is not beginning to look like look like the correct answer for you, Mal. Um, let It Snow, said Tom Burke. Well done. Miss Said, well done. Tom Burke said, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Um, and then and then Seema's saying, oh no, I struggle when you read them out. Could you sing it, please? Great voice. No, because when I sing it, it just makes it too easy. I think they need, that's the element of challenge. We need to get some challenge and some rigor in the room. We're all adults, we're all professionals. We're all, we all went to school, we all got some degrees. Like you should be able to do okay with some lyrics that are, um... <laughs> you should, you should um, be fine with me reading them out. Miss Saeed, I'm laughing because Miss Saeed said your burns are harsh. I pride myself. The kids get exactly the same treatment as long as I know they can take it. So yeah, I did give Mao a little bit of a burn. Um, sorry, Mal. It's all love, Mal. You know it's all love anyway. So who even got that right? One second. Um, it was Sugar. Who was it? Oh yeah, Sergio. Sergio, you're off the you're off the leaderboard. You're off on the score sheet. Score sheet. Score sheet. You're on the score sheet with five points. Well done, Joe. And one last one before the ad break. One last one before the ad break. <laughs> Mal CPD says I hate her. I don't hate you, Mal. We love you. We all love you. Um. Let's go with, um, 
Okay, here is your final one. Here is your final one of the round before we do an ad break. I don't need to hang my stocking. There upon the fireplace, Santa Claus won't make me happy with a toy on Christmas Day. <laughs> this isn't my point. So what we've had off the that was quick. As soon as I said don't I need to hang my stocking, the answers came in like bing, 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 bing. So Joe is calling in. I'll invite you're not practical, so I'll bring you in. The tension, the build-up. Hello, sir, Joe. I thought, I mean, if you guys, um, I thought, um, since we're doing song lyrics rounds, I thought I'd uh, get my guitar out, if you'd like. Oh, wowzers. Then, of some. Yeah, well, you're going to actually, you're going to actually have to, you're going to sing the melody, that is, sir, Joe. I don't yeah. like you calling you sir, Joe. I'm just calling you Joe, to be honest. Yeah, no, it's, um, it's, uh, right, which, which song, which song do you want? Well, if I tell you which song it is, then it, it stops being a quiz because then everyone will just know what song it is. Unless you unless you just want to fill the room with a Christmas carol just for people to, for to tap their foot to. Yeah, sure, why not? Someone name me a song. Someone named Joe a song. And <laughs> someone named... The problem, Tom Hopkins Berker said, Khalil can sing, Joe can play. Problem is, I'm sure there'll be a bit, a bit of a delay over um, Podbean if someone's going to guitar and I'm trying to sing along. It just won't work. Um, hold on, I need, before you start, Joe, I need to give the, the answer to whoever got it right. Sorry. It was Miss Kato Stem came in first on my screen. The answer was All I Want for Christmas is You. So, Miss Kato Stem, you are now joint lead on 20 points. Um, Joe, what we're going to do, um, yeah, we'll do. Yeah, Joe, so if you want to play, and I've got any requests. Can and I've got any requests for, oh, we've got 12 Days of Christmas has been requested. Everyone just wants to shout out five gold rings. Joe, do you know 12 Days of Christmas? Yep. Let's... But, 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 can you hear the guitar? Yes, we can hear the guitar. All right. Um, on the 12 days of Christmas, my true love sent to me a partridge in a pear tree. A partridge in a pear tree. Day of Christmas, my true love said to me, two turtle doves and a partridge in a pear tree. A partridge in a pear tree. A day of Christmas, my true love said to me, three French hens, two turtle doves and a partridge in a pear tree. Still that partridge. Day of Christmas, my true love said to me, four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves and a partridge. In a pear tree. It's a shame if you really don't like partridges. Day of Christmas, my true love said to me, five golden rings. Five gold rings. Calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the sixth day of Christmas, my true love said to me, six geese are laying five. Five gold rings. Milking seven swans are swimming, six geese are laying five golden rings. Hey, 
Okay. Birds three fresh heads, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. Twelve days have never felt so long, have they? My true love said to me, nine ladies dancing, eight mates are milking, seven swans are swimming, six geese are laying, five golden rings. Four calling birds, three fresh heads, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the tenth day of Christmas, my true love said to me, <laughs> he said, did he send your lateral flow test there, Joe? Pipers piping. Ten lords are leaping, nine ladies dancing, eight mates are milking, seven swans are swimming, six uh, are five gold rings. Birds three, birds ten, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the twelfth day of Christmas, my true love said to me, twelve drummers drumming, eleven pipers piping, ten lords are leaping, nine ladies dancing, eight mates are milking, seven swans are swimming, six geese are laying, five. Thank you very much, Joe. Thank you very, very much. Mal, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so those of you that are listening and have no idea what's going on in the chat, um, we had a lot of funny comments in there. Um, people calling it. We had. We had. Mal is not a fan of the Twelve Days of Christmas. And she made. She made it very known in the chat throughout the performance. Miss um, Saeed said, "Never thought we'd get a remix of Twelve Days with MC Khalil." Yep, I was a little with MC in, in the background just to add a bit of flavour. Um, then we've had Mal said she stopped caring after three days, so that, <laughs> which I think has nothing to do with your performance itself, Joe. I think it's more to do with the song. Yeah. Um, Little Donkey would have been better, said Miss Saeed. Tom Hawkinsberg said Encore. I would um, look up the lyrics for Little Donkey. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know those lyrics either. Joe, thank you very much. I need to go to the ads. Please stay in the studio and take part. You're off the, you're off the mark. You've, you're on five points, Joe. So you're in with a shot. Um, I've got to run the adverts. Otherwise, Tom, um, Tom Rogers has a go at me for not doing my job. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> thank you. Much appreciated. All right. Thanks, Joe. Cheers. Okay. Wow. What a what a crazy random show. What a crazy random show. Right. Let's pay those bills and we'll have a break for the news and the adverts. This is the time if you need to get get some tea, get some crumpets, uh, have a break, go to the loo, that kind of stuff. And we'll be back with some more quizzing after this. Are you looking to take your phonics practice forward? then Little Wondle Letters and Sounds Revised is the programme for you. Created by two schools with an excellent track record in phonics, Little Wondle Letters and Sounds Revised will help all children become readers and ensure no child is left behind. The programme offers complete support for your phonics teaching, alongside classroom resources and fully decodable readers from Collins Big Cat. To find out more, follow at Letters Sounds on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram or join a free briefing by visiting littlewondelettersandsounds.org.uk. Teachers Talk Radio is delighted to support Winston's Wish. 
the UK's childhood bereavement charity. Winston's Wish supports children and their families after the death of a parent or sibling. They provide emotional and practical bereavement support. Expert teams also provide online resources, specialist publications and training for professionals. Find out more about Winston's Wish and pledge your support at www.winstonswish.org. This is Teachers Talk Radio, and this is Teachers Talk Radio News. Periods should be talked about more often to remove stigma, the Council for Curriculum, Examinations and Assessment in Northern Ireland has found. A three-year pilot scheme to provide free period products in school has been set up by the Department for Education. Prior to the new department scheme, charity organisations such as the Red Box Project provided products to individual schools. According to the CCEA, many issues relating to period dignity have been exacerbated by lockdowns, particularly the issue of period poverty. More than 25% of pupils who responded to a survey said they had difficulty getting period products, and over 50% of respondents also said they were embarrassed when buying products. It is this statistic that has led to the suggestion that periods should be talked about more openly to reduce the stigma. According to a report in The Independent, the former top Department of Education civil servant received a payout of nearly £278,000 to leave his post following the August 2020 exam process. Jonathan Slater was removed as permanent secretary with only months left in his £165,000 a year role, after, according to the paper, Boris Johnson demanded fresh leadership. Now official documents have revealed he received the £270,000 payout for a loss of office. In August 2020, the DfE had come under fire for its system for working out exam grades, which initially relied on a now infamous algorithm, after exams were cancelled due to the pandemic. A lack of up-to-date textbooks is forcing teachers to source their own materials, according to reports from Africa Education Watch in Ghana. Two years after the introduction of a new curriculum, teachers are struggling to effectively implement it due to a lack of resources. Ghanaian Education Minister Dr Adwutwam admitted that the lack of textbooks was an issue, but assured Parliament that the problem was being dealt with. Africa Education Watch pointed out that those in charge of curriculum change should have waited for everything to be put in place before launching the new curriculum. In the meantime, teachers will continue to source their own materials whilst the situation is resolved. Finally, the local government website reports that school leaders are welcoming the government's confirmation of £4 billion worth of funding, but highlight that it falls well short of what is needed to make up for past cuts. The funding is due next year and includes an extra £1 billion for pupils with SEND. The funding can be used to meet a wide range of operational costs. Jeff Barton from the Askell Union stated that funding was welcome and described it as a shot in the arm, but stated that the current government has presided over cuts to education which are without precedent in post-war UK history. This has been your Teachers Talk Radio Weekend News with Joe Fox. 
This is Two Minute Tech with Steve Woods, your tech briefing on Teachers Talk Radio. This week we're going to look at one of the simplest, freely available, yet least used browser technologies, the Reader View. Chrome versus Edge, let the battle commence. On screen one, I have Microsoft Edge weighing in at the cost of zero pounds. On screen two, I have Google Chrome also weighing in at the cost of zero pounds. Round one, opening reader view. On the Edge browser, the immersive reader feature is built in and can be activated by a button on the address bar, by typing read followed by a colon in front of a URL, and also you can simply press F9. Before you can open reader view in Chrome, you have to install it as an extension. It's free and not difficult. Once installed, you'll find it in extensions located to the right of the address bar. One point to Immersive Reader. Round two, features. Both come out fighting with the read aloud feature that allows the user to adjust the read speed, skip forward and back, and change the voice that is reading. They both also highlight the word being read. Chrome Reader has a volume control, which is a nice touch if not using headphones. One point, Chrome Reader. Round three, readability. A big feature for reader views is the ability to change the formatting to suit the user. Both allow easy changing of font size, font and text width on the screen, but they differ in background colour features. Here is where Immersive Reader offers quite a bit more. Chrome Reader offers 8 background slash contrast colours, 4 light and 4 dark. Immersive Reader provides 23 background options, green, pink, yellow and blue included, allowing pupils with visual needs to find a comfortable colour. One point, Immersive Reader. Round 4, Editing. Chrome Reader features a design mode. This allows you to highlight text and make changes. Quite useful if wanting to pick out key points to return to. Immersive Reader does not have this feature. One point Chrome Reader. Round five, extra features. Immersive Reader has a grammar feature, allowing words to be split into syllables. You can highlight nouns, verbs, adjectives, and adverbs by flicking switches. This feature is not offered on Chrome Reader. One point Immersive Reader. Immersive Reader also offers reading preferences, featuring line focus of five, three, or one line, blocking out the rest of the page. There's a picture dictionary, allowing some words to change the pointer to a magic wand that reveals a picture depicting it. Also, there's a translation feature allowing partial or full translation of a page into 88 different languages at the click of a button. Chrome Reader does not offer these features, however, other free products such as Google Translate could be used. Immersive Reader takes the point because you don't need to leave the page. Final score! Winning with 4 points to 2 after a blistering final round is Microsoft Immersive Reader, but let's face it, most people don't know these things exist. If you were one of them, please do something about it. See if these features are installed in your school, and if not, request they are. For a visual version of this episode, check out the TT Radio 2021 Twitter feed. Two Minute Tech with Steve Woods. Your tech briefing on Teachers Talk Radio. Live from London, this is the Sunday Lunch with Khalil Rouse on Teachers Talk Radio. Oh, I'm back. It is now two minutes past two, and it's still surprisingly Sunday the 19th of December, and you're still tuned in to the Sunday Lunch Show with me, Khalil Rouse, on Teachers Talk Radio. If you've just tuned in, you've missed a whirlwind, whole bunch of laughs, whole bunch of banter while we get Christmas quizzical on this Sunday afternoon. There's only there's a lot of points out for grabs, only two tied for the top. Who will win? Live from London. This is the Sunday Lunch with Khalil Rouse on Teachers Talk Radio. Tune in live on the Podbean app or desktop player. Just head over to www.podbean.com slash LSW slash TT Radio or search Teachers Talk Radio. Follow the hashtag TT Radio. Right, let's get back in the mix. This has been, I've seen a couple of tweets go out while the show's 
been on air. Thank you for those tweets. Uh, Miss Saeed said it's been incredibly random and funny, which is essentially the, my teaching style, if I'm honest. Um, so that's the same thing as I kind of emulate in these shows. So we're going to head, we're going to get straight back into it. So the scores on the doors, scores on the doors. Out in the lead, joint lead, we've got Miss Cato Stem and Tom Hopkins Burke on joint, sorry, joint first with 20 points. Remember, that just means four. Um, then we've got in joint second, we've got TSCW and Tim both on 10, which means two. And then we've got John and, sorry, Don and Joe on five points each. But the next round, I believe, will be um, very inclusive. I think we all do okay with this one. I think there's no issue, nothing niche. Nothing needs. Tom Ockersberg said, what's the winning prize? Um, you decide the prize, Tom. That's the best way. Wherever you want. Wherever you want. Wherever you want. Um, we can do a mug. I'm more than happy to do a mug. <laughs> so, Mal CBD said, kudos. That's that's the real prize. <clears throat> I mean, um, yeah, we could do a mug, said Tom Ockersberg. Miss KTSM's asking for a Porsche. Um, Tom Ockersberg said, I already have two. I'm assuming he's talking about the mugs and not the Porsche. Um, because if you're talking about the Porsche, uh, uh, we need to talk about what your salary is, because I don't know what school you're working at. <laughs> because, uh, yeah, I need to, I need to, whatever school you're working at, I might have to move if you've got two Porsches. Um, right, let's get back into it. We're going to talk Christmas movies. So the next round is a Christmas movie-themed round, okay? And try to keep it nice and quick. The first question, and what I need is the answer and it needs to be spelt correctly. And the question is, <clears throat> nice and easy question. I'm looking at the spelling. Which actor was the star of the 1996 film, Jingle All The Way? I need the full name correctly spelt, please. Which actor? was the star of the 1996 film Jingle All The Way and I need the spelling correct and the full name. I've had two answers in so far. Everyone else is struggling on the typing. Um, <laughs> it, what we had, everyone, we had, um, <laughs> so in the chat, Sergio came in early with Arnold Schwarzenegger and then so did HP History. So totally Tom Hopkins Burke. Let me just double check the spelling. Do you know what the funniest thing is? Based on what's in front of me, neither of you have spelt his name correctly. Based on what's in front of me. Unless, let me just do it, but no Googling allowed. I can Google, but none, neither of you spelt his name correctly. So that's a bit of a, but it could be what's in front of me, could be wrong. But what I've got in front of me, do you know what, what I think has happened? What I think has happened is whoever made the quiz, I think they've spelt his name wrong and you guys have actually spelt it correctly. So no, 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 it was, it was spelled correctly. It's to blame the quiz. So you've got the Schwarz. So you've got the, I think that's black in German, Schwarz. And then E-N-E-G-G-E-R. So Joe, well done. That's another five on the on the on the scored sheet for you, Joe, which puts you now joint second place with ten points. Well done. Next question again about movies. Again about movies. Um, yeah, oh, people talking about autocorrect and blaming them, but nope. I think you're all good. Um, okay, question. 
in the film Home Alone, we've all seen it, we've all seen the film Home Alone, in the film Home Alone, and I don't think this is Home Alone 2, I think it's Home Alone 1, the original, this is Home Alone 1, which city did Macaulay Culkin's family visit, leaving him behind? Oh, <laughs> we, got, we got a couple straight off the mark, straight off the mark. We've got a number of answers in this chat. So the question was, which city did Macaulay Culkin's family visit, leaving him behind? The correct answer is Paris. That is the correct answer, not New York. The correct answer is Paris, which gives it to TSCW, who was first in the chat with an answer of Paris. That puts TSCW out in the lead but only the lead for second place. So well done. You're now officially second in your own right. So well done. Um, <laughs> Mal CBD said they watched it yesterday. Still good. Mal, did you even get an answer? Oh, she said New York and they watched it yesterday. Wowzers, 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 wowzers. Right, next question. Um, I've not seen that film. I could, no, I'm not going to go for that one. Uh, let's go for a question which is... Sorry, I know there's a lot of suspense here. So let's go with this one. Okay. Which actor, which actor played Ebenezer Scrooge and all the ghosts in the 2009 Hollywood version of A Christmas Carol? Which actor played Scrooge and all the ghosts, not just Scrooge, but the ghosts as well, in the 2009 Hollywood version of A Christmas Carol? So far, we've had Michael Caine, and another one said Michael Caine. Someone said Tom Rogers. Someone said forgot his name, and then Miss Said. Sorry, Miss Caine. Someone forgot his name. Miss Said said that that's it, Michael Caine. It is not the answer I've got on my screen because we're not looking for the Muppets Christmas Carol. We're looking for the 2009 Hollywood version of A Christmas Carol. So the answer is not Michael Caine based on what I'm looking at. Don't blame me, but we're looking at, I don't think Malcolm did 2009 Hollywood version. He did the Muppets version. I don't know if someone did, mm, there we go. I don't know if someone did some fancy Googling or not. I think there's been some Googling on. I think there's been some Googling. I'm going to put it out there. There's been some Googling going on because... <laughs> so, <laughs> so I had a lot of Michael Caines. It's not Michael Caine. The answer I was looking for was Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey is the answer. Miss Cato Stem, I believe, was the first one in with Jim Carrey. I believe Miss Cato Stem might have done some cheeky Googling because I don't think she's watched this film. I don't think, she, I don't think she's watched this film. I think she's done some Googling, but I'm not going to call anyone. I'm not going to call anyone. Um, oh, she hasn't probably never Googled. Fair enough. She said Miss Cato Stem's probably never Googled. Tom Hopkins Burke said, can I challenge the spelling? In the last round... I specifically asked for it, to, the last question, I specifically asked for it to be spelt correctly. I did not make the same expectation here, unfortunately, for you, Mr. Tom Hopkins Burke. I know the intention was there, just like one of those, just like a poorly spelt word in maths. If I think you know that you're trying to say triangle and you put the letter Y in there, we still get the mark because at least you um, you put the right word. So I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it to Miss Cato's stem. I realise they're up. I realise it's a joint first place up here. So that's why Tom Hopkins Burke is so invested in the correct spelling. But I will give it to Miss Cato Stem. Jim Carrey is the correct answer. And that puts her in the lead on 25 points with Tom Hopkins Burke 
<laughs> Tomicus Burke saying how obtuse. Tomicus Burke second on 20, TSCW on 15, and so on and so forth. Right, next, we'll keep it with the films. Um, let's go with, and I'm just reading questions. Oh, everyone will get that. Well, that's too easy. That's just who can type first. Um, sorry, I know it's poor radio when I just say um the whole time. But what I'm really doing is reading questions, just trying to make it, just trying to make it not easy, but not difficult as well. Okay. Any Harry Potter fans out there? No, okay, maybe not many Harry Potter fans. So let's not go with, let's not maybe not go with some Harry Potter fans. Uh, okay, I think we'll go with this one instead. And if you don't know this film, then it's your business. I can't find it. I can't find the question. Let me do a quick control F. Found it. Okay. What film? Someone said they love Harry Potter. Sorry, to turn, Joe. I'm going to move on. So what film? And I'm not going to give too much away in the film because if I tell you the type of film, it will be too easy. So I'm going to make this quite rigorous. Which film ends with the song Let It Snow? What film ends with the song Let It Snow? A lot of answers came in very, very quickly there. A lot of answers came in very, very quickly there. Um, clearly, you guys will watch this film, unsurprisingly. Unsurprisingly. But the answer is Die Hard and Sir Joe got the answer correct and was first on my screen that puts joe on 15 points which is joint third place right how much time we got we're good for time we'll go with i'm just doing a bit of scrolling um oh this is a good there good question good question i've got this one tscw take the take tscw there is no tscw said in the chat that they nearly put it before i even asked the question you might as well just type it. There's no, you don't get, you're not, you're not out if you get it wrong. You might, you should just typed. You should just gone with it. Tom Hopkins Burke said it was Strawberry Delight. My favorite, do you know what? I need to get some, I need to get some quality streets because straw, I could, I could have some Strawberry Delights right now. Um, oh, I could bang a Strawberry Delight right now. Anyways, next question. Um, in the film Mean Girls, in the film Mean Girls, what song do the plastics perform a routine to in front of the school? In the film Mean Girls, what song do the plastics perform? A little risque routine. They're in a little red dresses or something, aren't they? In front of the whole school, what song is it to? <laughs> Miss, <laughs> do you know what? That's the first, that is the first bonus i'm gonna give a bonus um point to miss saeed who put bootalicious by destiny's child because that is the funniest wrong answer um that that's the funniest that's the funniest wrong answer we've had so you're gonna get a bonus what we go with miss saeed just get you back in the running you're gonna get a bonus 10 miss saeed um so you're now on 10 points because bootalicious by destiny's child is an hilarious and hilarious wrong answer. And um, yeah, we'll go with that. The correct answer, by the way, was Jingle Bell Rock. Jingle Bell Rock was the correct answer. So what we've got, we've got a bit of an issue here because TSCW in the chat 
has said, and if I read it out correctly, they've said, Jingler Belrulu rocks, is what they've said in the chat. And then Tom Hopkins Burke is coming afterwards saying, Jingle Bell Rock. So the question becomes, TSCW putting Jingler Belrulu rock clearly knows the answer, but is it too misspelt to give the... <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so what I'm, I'm laughing because what I'm seeing is TSCW saying spelling doesn't matter. There's spelling and there's what you wrote. What you wrote wasn't poorly spelled. What you wrote was, I don't know what that was, like you fell on your keyboard. Um, I agree. I didn't say spelling matters. Correct. Did I know what song you were trying to write? Yes. Miss Cato Stem, unsurprisingly, is saying, you know what? Give it to TSCW. I know your game, same game that Mr. Tom Hopkins Burke was saying playing before, because obviously you're out in the lead and Tom Hopkins Burke is hot on your tail. Um, I think the more oh, oh someone said she. TSCW, are you are you are you a she? Are you a woman? If you're a woman, then that the least I know the there we go, it's a woman, right? I can call you and you use the pronoun she and her just to check. I gotta be 2021 about all this. Where we go, right, thank you. I can I refer to you as, as she now because it's taken, I don't know how many shows for me to know um, your sex, essentially. Um, so that's good. You learn something new every day. So the points will go to TSCW for Jingler Bella Rocks because we know what they're trying to say. We know what she's trying to say. So we'll go with TSCW, which puts TSCW now on fifth. This is hot, hotly contested. Scores on the doors so far. In the lead still is Miss Cato Stem on 25. Just behind is Tom Hopkins Burke on 20. Then in joint third, you've got TSCW, Tim and Joe all on 15 with Miss Saeed on 10 and Don on five. Those are the scores on the doors at the moment. Those are scores on the doors at the moment. Um, right, we'll keep it in movies because this is quite good. We'll go a couple more movies and maybe go back to song lyrics. Who knows? We'll see how, see what, see how I feel. Um, oh, wow, that's not easy. Do you know what? Let's go with it. Let's go with it. I don't know. It depends how much. Any Frozen fans in the room? Any Frozen fans in the room? No, I've got a lot of no's. <laughs> I've got a lot of no's. Okay, maybe not. Let's, let's not Let's not go with that then. Um, no Frozen fans in the room, so I won't go with that one. Um, okay, let's go with... Sorry, I'm just doing some scrolling. I know that the ten the tension is building up because you're wondering what film I'm gonna I'm gonna go with. I oh, I don't know. I wouldn't know that answer, but I don't know much about Christmas films. That's a problem. Um. Okay. Okay. Let's go with. Okay. Yeah. Let's go with this. Oh, really? Mm, no, sorry, I've realized, sorry guys, I'm doing a lot of scrolling, it's poor radio, I get that, because I've, um, I've anyone seen, let's just go with it, I've never, I've never seen this film, in the chat, there's a lot of people talking about chat, because I said who likes Frozen, Miss um, K. Sam said just do, I'm going to do the Frozen question, I think, because it's just there, uh, Sir Joe said he likes Frozen, um, you've got a question on Frozen, Miss Saeed said, you got a question on Frozen, let it go, boom, Good, good, I like it. You're just trying to go for them bonus points. You know, you can't get answers right. So all you do is just try and go for bonus points the whole time because that's the only saving grace. Miss Saeed, I see you. I see you. Um, just looking for them bonuses. 
Um, right. Let's go with. Let's go with the question on Frozen. Let's go with the question on Frozen because it is Christmassy ish. Um, okay. I'm trying to find where my question's gone. Trying to find where my question. Oh, here we go. Okay. So here's a question. In the film Frozen. <laughs> Tim Kempcom has said, before I <laughs> he said, hands up, who's ready typed Olaf? It's not, do you know what? It's not, it's not bad. It's, you're, in, you're in the right, you're in the right area, but it's not, well, I was, you're going, you're in the right area, but that's not the answer, unfortunately. So, in the film Frozen, what was the name of the reindeer? There was a reindeer in Frozen. What was the name of the reindeer? I've got a lot of answers in the chat. We had uh, someone came with, Miss Kate Samuel typed in Anna just because she just named someone from Frozen. Christoph said HP History. Then Miss A said Elsa. Um, Tomika's Burke came back in with Sven. Then we had Rudolph, Sven, Dave, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Alvin. Al Pacino. Everyone's going for the bonus points. Everyone's going for the bonus points. Everyone's good. Will anyone tickle me? Anyone tickle me? None have tickled me. They're funny, but haven't tickled me. We're on the my scale is relative to the Bootylicious comment. So I haven't been I haven't made to laugh as much as the Bootylicious comment. Strawberry Delight. Nah, it's, it's good, but it's just not there. The correct answer was Sven. The correct answer was Sven. And I'm looking. <laughs> Someone put Dave. Someone put Dave, which which is Dave's quite funny. Dave's quite funny because Dave was something that because Dave came up in a way where it was just like a random guy's name. Um, Dave, Dave is Dave was quite funny. Are people happy with Dave being a bonus answer? I like, yeah. Do you know what Dave is? Dave is quite funny. Let's go with Dave. So the answer was Sven. So that gives it to Tom Hopkins Burke. He was the first on my screen for Sven, which now puts him joint first again, hot on the heels. And we'll go for a bonus 10, a bonus 10 to Mal for a, a funny answer of Dave. So Mal, you're now on 10 points because Dave Dave is funny. That made me laugh. Um, so well done, Mal, you're also on 10. And then, okay, let's move away from uh, movies and let's go for um, music. Let's go for music. Okay, I thought I had a quiz already preloaded, but clearly I didn't, but I'll find it. Hmm, I don't like these questions. I know it's a lot, it's very quiet. Uh, okay, do, do you know what? Let's try that, this is very niche. We're going for a very, very niche. I'm not playing any songs. <laughs> Mr. Tomokas Berg said, don't infringe copyright. I'm not playing any songs. It was questions about music. So this is a very niche question. I don't expect anyone to know this one. Um, but I will give hints if people need a hint. So the question is, and I think we need to get that stage because it's hotting up. We've only got about six or seven minutes left. So these questions need to get quite, quite tricky. So in 2001, which pop group turned on the Christmas lights on Oxford Street in London? In 2001, which pop group turned on the Christmas lights in Oxford Street 
London? So this is a very, I like this question because it's a niche question. And I think people have got, a, there was a lot of answers coming through the chat. Um, I'm not going to reveal the answer, correct answer yet. So it's 2001. So take yourself back. Where were you in 2001? I'm going to be honest. I was 10 years old. I was 10 years old. I bet there's some people in the chat that are a little bit older than 10 in 2001. Not going to name any names. Not going to name any names, but I was 10 in 2001. Which pop group was around in 2001? Um, I'm, not, I'm not mentioning... Um, uh, Mal, 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 I didn't even mention your name, but you're coming in the chat telling me about Just a Ted. Um, I didn't mention any names, Mal. didn't mention any names. Mal was an NQT in 2001. So, Mal, you could have taught me, essentially. You could have taught me in 2001, if you were an NQT in 2001. Um, and Miss A said, I'm a baby. Definitely not a baby, just young. Girl, then you. <laughs> that's all, that's all. Definitely not a baby. I can't, you can't go through your life at every stage being called a baby. Surely when you get to the age of 30, you're just younger than people. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Um, Mal, listen, you would have loved teaching me. You absolutely loved it. Loved it. I'm, I was absolutely pleasure in the classroom, as you can imagine. I was very quiet. Um, didn't really say much. Back of the class, front of the class, just going with the work. Not. Um, so, the correct answer has been given in the chat. And it is crunch time because we're getting to some tie. But I've got a slide full of tiebreakers as well. We might get to that point. The correct answer for the 2001 pop group that turned on the Christmas lights is S Club. Gonna show you how. Yeah, that one. S Club Seven. S Club Seven. According to this quiz question, were the pop group that turned on the lights on Oxford Street. Um, in 2001. So that means the point goes to, scrolling up my screen, it goes to Mr. Tom Hopkins Burke, which puts him in the lead with five minutes to go. This is crazy. Five minutes to go, he's now in the lead. He's a point, well, a question in front of Miss Cato's stem. Right, so that was S Club 7. Um, <laughs> Mal's mouse said it took it took seven to turn on a light. Trust me. Well, uh, yeah, indeed. And then uh, Miss A said that can't be right. Two thousand one was a height of the Spice Girls reign. Maybe they reigned and did it in two thousand and two. Who knows? I'll find out. Um, here's a question. Oh, do you know what? No one Google. I'm googling. Uh, hold on. I'll add an additional question if I can find information. Okay. Um, mm, hold on. Yes, okay. So here is a question. No Googling allowed. No Googling allowed. <laughs> Tom Hawkins Burke said, we have a shrine to Rachel Stevens in our staff room. And then Tim Kemcom said, could they reach the switch? I get it. Because they have to reach for the stars. I get it. It's... It's good. Mal's laughing. Does that mean it gets, does it get some bonuses? Does it get some bonuses? Is it bonus worthy? Is it bonus worthy? Mal says no. Is it bonus worthy? Saying, could they reach the switch? <laughs> um, I've got people saying no, but these are people that are ahead of Tim. That's because they know Tim Kemcom is, is, is coming up. Technically, but it wasn't an answer to a question. So I'm not going to give it as a bonus. But here is a question. Here is a question. In what year did the Spice Girls first turn on the Christmas lights 
on Oxford Street. What year did they turn on? I think it was the first time they did it. What year did they turn on the Christmas lights on Oxford Street? Spice Girls, Scary Spice, Posh Spice, Ginger Spice, Mix Spice. Who? What are the names? I can't remember the names now. Um, herbs and Spice. <laughs> what's, what's the, I don't know their names, man. Um, right, so Sporty Spice, that's one. Sporty Spice is one. And Scary Spice, Sporty Spice, Ginger Spice, Posh Spice, Baby, Baby Spice. That's the one. Definitely, definitely not mixed spice. Right. I think I've seen the correct answer. Let me just do a bit of scrolling. I have seen the correct answer. The correct answer was 19. So some of you know, boo, 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 because it's 19. 96. 1996 was when the Spice Girls turned on the Christmas lights on Oxford Street. The first person with that answer, I believe, was Miss Saeed. Yes, it was. Doing some scrolling. Tom Hopkins, but did get it right, but too late. Too busy putting in 1763, trying to make us laugh. If you'd focus more on getting the right answer, maybe you would have been with a shot. Um, <laughs> because 1996 was the answer. Miss Saeed, well done. You're on 15 points. Should we just keep the whole bit? There is a show up. I'm going keep going. Oh, no. Look at the time. Right. Question is, Miss Saeed is now on 15 points. Um, so it's coming up. It's literally 229. I think... I think we have to we have to leave it there. Or is there time for one more question? Miss KSM is not having it. She's saying last one. She's trying to go for a for a tie for a tie break question. Um oh mate. But the tiebreaker, tiebreaker worth 20 points, says says Miss Kato Stem. Tiebreaker worth 20 points. I think we need to should we, we should end on the tiebreaker. Um okay, let's go for a tiebreaker. This is a good question. So tiebreaker worth, it, no, at the moment. So let me just check. One, two, three, four, five. Tom Hopkinsberg's on 30. Miss Katesham's on 25. TSCW, Tim, Joe, and Saeed all on 15. So the tiebreaker would have to be worth 30 points. If it's worth 30 points, then anyone could win. Um, 20 points gets to 35. Oh, no, no. Tom Hopkinsberg's on 30. So 35. Yeah, 20 points. We'll go with that. Thank you, Miss Katesham. My mouth was poor. Tiebreaker worth 20 points. Or just doesn't make a difference. It's just, do you know when um I was gonna yes, Tom Hopkins back. I was gonna say, I was gonna say it sounds like Lewis Hamilton's race. Because all Tom Hopkins back has been in the lead out in front. And then we're just gonna change the rules and it's gonna be a bit of a bit of ambiguity, change the rules a little bit, and anyone can win. Safety car comes out, overlapped cars come round, and whoever gets this question will win. And I've made it a good one, I think. Let's go with this one. It's a game we all know, and it's a game we all love. It's a game we all know, it's a game we all love. How many? No Googling allowed. No, it's not. The, uh, the question is not name the game. People said me about Scrabble and Twister. Um, how many wooden blocks are there in a game of Jenga? How many wooden blocks are there in a game of Jenga? So the box of Jenga, visualize the game Jenga and you count all the blocks, how many blocks? People are just putting random numbers in the chat right now. I'm seeing 100, 100, 89, 60, 33, 90, 68, 42. I've seen loads, so many answers. Just for the record, I've not seen the correct answer yet. Just a record. No Googling allowed. No Googling. Have some integrity, please. How many wooden blocks are there in a game of Jenga? 
How many wooden blocks are there in a game of Jenga? No Googling allowed. I'm just, once I see the first number, we'll go with it. I actually think, I actually think we have got the answer in the chat. I believe I've seen it. I've seen it. Because I'm a maths teacher, I'm going to give you some hints, but I've seen the correct answer. First and foremost, it's an even number. Secondly, this number is in the three times table. It's also actually in the six times table as well, this number. Um, and to give it away and to give the last hint, because I, like I said, I think I've seen the number already. It's also in your nine times table. Um, <laughs> so every um, nice Tom Hopkinsburg, but I'm not. I wasn't assuming everyone's going to put the piece together being even and in the threes, knowing that would therefore be in the sixes. But people's knowledge of factors. The correct answer, and I've seen it, and I think fittingly it has gone to Tom Hopkins Burke because there are 54 wooden blocks in a game of Jenga. There are 54 wooden blocks in a game of Jenga, and I believe the first person to put in the number 54 was Mr. Tom Hopkins Burke, which means unlike the fate of Lewis Hamilton, unlike the fate of Lewis Hamilton, Tom Hopkins Burke was in the lead, the rules were changed. He remained in the lead and he is reigned victorious. Mal CPD says, not in my set. That probably means your children have lost some, I'm going to imagine. But based on what I'm looking at on my screen, 54 wooden blocks in a game of Jenga. Mr. Tom Hopkins Burke, very well done. Out in the lead. When we change the round, still got it right. Let's get some effects for you, Tom Hopkins Burke. Okay, well done, well done, everyone. But massive well done, Tom. So final scores, Tom Hopkinsburg out in the out in lead with what do you say it was? Twenty points. Um, I think it was twenty points. You said was it twenty points? So he's on fifty. I think you said twenty points. Tom Hopkinsburg on fifty. Miss Kade Stem on twenty-five. TSCW Tim, Joe, and Miss Saeed all on fifteen. Mal with ten, and Don Rouse with five. And the rest, if I didn't call your name out, it means you got zero. But Listen, guys, I hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, there's so much interaction. Thank you for taking part. Um, I don't even know if this show is ever good to listen back to when it's just a quiz. Um, but hopefully it was a laugh for those of you that took part. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful break. I will not be on until the new year. So I won't be on next week. And then I'm not going to be on until the new year. So that's for... So Merry Christmas, absolutely, everyone. Have a fab, fab Christmas and New Year, Boxing Day, everything and everything else. Share and share alike. I'll catch you guys on the airwaves in 2022. You've been listening to Teachers Talk Radio. Tune in live and listen back at ttradio.org. We look forward to hearing from you next time on Teachers Talk Radio.
can I can see Tompkins work telling me to get on spaces. I I will venture into spaces at some point. I know I've been called out a couple of times to contribute. I contributed once. Um, I'll try and get involved, but I've got a little son. It's all just not very convenient to be on spaces all the time. But uh, I'll try and get on spaces. It is like Marvel, says Mal. This is like Marvel. It's a post credits. If you know my shows, I always do a nice little post credits. And I'll yeah, I'll try and get on spaces. Um, the next time it's on so I can contribute. Let's put some quizzes on there as well. Have a wonderful, wonderful break. It's been a pleasure as always.